we've started a Monday conversation called Brew It, Pour It, Sip It, where we talk all about coffee. And um, that inspired a coffee bracket where we asked our listeners to tell us what is your favorite at-home brew. It wasn't what are you picking up at the coffee shop. It's like what are you putting, what's your at-home brew? Right. What's what's the coffee you like to enjoy when you're at home brand-wise? And Caribou won the bracket. A runaway win. A runaway win. Dakota Dirt, a local favorite, came in right behind Caribou. So shout out to Dakota Dirt. But this just inspired, like, the let's call Caribou and get them on. They're one of our favorites. It is the official coffee of the Minnesota Vikings, and we're home for the Minnesota Vikings. We we work right beside a Caribou. It's just Caribou's everywhere if you're in the Midwest. And I know when I was living on the East Coast, when I would fly home, one of the first things I would do is find an Caribou an airport caribou to go and visit. Like well, that was like the like taste. Home. It was the taste of home. So we got the director of operations from Caribou to join us. Rihanna Matter is with us. Rihanna, welcome to KFGO Radio. Thank you so much for having me. We're thrilled to be here. Okay, so first of all, let's start with the basics. How did Caribou Coffee start? Sure. Yes, in 1992, our founders were looking to start even a new coffee house experience looking to be more friendly, down-to-earth, a place where guests and employees could be themselves and enjoy a really good cup of coffee. And that led to the creation of our first store in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then since then, we've expanded. So we're now around 750 coffee houses worldwide. Holy moly. Okay, but you're primarily, we were trying to figure this out, is, is Caribou primarily in the Midwest? Right now, we're a growing organization, but primarily the Midwest area. Okay, I've, I've got a silly question, but... When I walk into a caribou, I feel like I'm walking into, you know, like a lodge in Minnesota. Clearly, <laughs> that was the choice in the decor. Do caribous look like that across the globe? Well, as we build new stores, the design changes slightly. So the ones that you walk into usually, I'm guessing in the Fargo area, are of a certain vintage that do have that kind of cabin design, which we love. And we've kept that in some of our newer designs, too. You'll still see that kind of throwback to that cabin idea, fireplaces, comfy furniture. Um, so we we keep that that throwback to our original, but you know designs change over time. But we're we're still happy to have that that root design in our new stores going forward as well. Okay, let's talk about like the nitty gritty, the process of getting that coffee bean to you. Nineteen ninety two, they've decided they decided at a time when coffee wasn't really coffee yet, <laughs> or the coffee house, the coffee shop experience. I mean, it was just sort of getting, it was just being born in the 90s, I think, right? It started taking off in the 90s, yeah. So yeah. That, that coffee culture is something that we were, our founders were really looking to start kind of a new a new place that people could kind of gather and be themselves and um, be a little more down to earth. So that's that's what we are still, what we still strive to be today. So the harvesting process is the beans that you use today at Caribou Coffee, the same beans that they were, they were sourcing in 1992? Ooh, a couple of them are. So some of our origins are some of our same partners from when we were founded. Obviously we've gotten bigger and we need more partners as we grow. So some of our partners are still a couple of the originals, and then we do have a lot of new partners. Coffee is also an agricultural product, so it changes a little bit over time. Um, But we are always looking to source some of the same standards in our coffee. Um, So some of those things are 
we're Rainforest Alliance certified, which means we are responsible to our social, environment, and economic partners in the region. Um, and, and we're really committed to craft roasting. And those are two things that we've maintained over time. Okay, so where do you find the beans? Where do they come from? How, uh, where do you harvest them? And then what is your roasting process like? Sure. Coffee comes from a few different areas in the world. So generally you think South America and the Americas, you think Africa, and then you think the Pacific Rim. Those are the three main growing regions. The beans that we source are from a very specific altitude. Um, but overall, those are the three main growing regions and where we source from as well. So your different blends are going to have different areas of the world, but overall, those are the three main sourcing regions. Once we get them into our roasting facility, which is still in Minnesota, we have what's called a craft roasting process. So we are roasting to a flavor profile, and that means that when you go into a caribou and you pick up a bag of caribou beans, it's going to taste like caribou blends every time. Okay, craft process, explain that a little bit more, because... Sure. We just started this coffee segment. We're not going to experts yet, but we're looking to be. <laughs> yeah. So craft roasting means that we have people that are specially trained to roast our beans to a specific flavor profile. So when they get the beans in from the growing region, they know what to do with those beans. They're highly trained and they know how to make that blend taste like the blend that you put on the shelf. So they're looking for very specific temperature requirements, very specific timing requirements. And those things all together result in the taste of whatever bag that you love is going to stay pretty similar every time you grab it off the shelf. What is the time frame from harvesting it to actually getting it on a shelf? Mm, that varies pretty widely, actually. It, it varies depending on where you're getting it from in the world. So I couldn't give you an exact time sure. frame. But it's going to be, you're going to find the freshest beans typically on the shelves in our stores and then also with our grocery store partners as well. Interesting. I'm curious to know when it when it comes to some of the like flavors, right? So, you know, they're seasonal options, uh, they're specialty ones. Amy and I went out the day that the Minnesota Vikings coffee blend we became did. available. Mm -hmm. And I think we got like the second to last one in Fargo-Moorhead. It was... <laughs> It was a real hot seller immediately. Um, what's the R&D department like at Caribou, trying to find out what the next flavor is going to be? Oh, for our new, you're talking our new packaged beans that come yeah. out, the seasonal beans? Yeah. So we have a couple of seasonal favorites that come back every year. Those are blends like our Amy's Blend and our La Manita Peaberry. Those are specialty, special to Caribou when we bring those back every year. When you're talking things like the Minnesota Vikings Blend, those were usually partnering with our partners and saying, okay, what is the flavor or what is the feel that we want you to get when you're drinking this cup of coffee and how do we make it the best possible experience for the end user? So that is what we start with and then craft from there. What's seasonal, what's fresh, and how can we get you the best cup of coffee possible? Obviously, I have to ask what your favorite caribou drink is. Like you work at caribou. You're the director of operations. Does that yes. mean like you've got a caribou right outside of your office door? Like do you if you have a cabin inside of the <laughs> inside of the headquarters? We do in fact have a store right here at headquarters that I did visit this morning. So when I stop at a store, what I'm drinking is an oat milk latte, hands mm. down my favorite. My favorite blend of coffee, though, if we're going to brew it at home, is typically our Lamadita Peaberry, super smooth cup of coffee, hand sorted, amazing. Um, oat milk, that's also my go-to, with no flavoring. Are you no flavoring, girl? 
I am a no flavoring girl. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Perks member. So I order on my app. So I don't get charged for my oat milk and it's great. I know that is that is the pro tip with the oat milk is my husband complained about that to me one day like oh they charge you extra for that and I was like not if you order on your app that's 70 cents the perks of being a perks member yeah exactly (laughs) I also want to throw out that it's the best hot chocolate of any of the places I've been to and trust me I've tried a lot of hot chocolate during my days and caribou is the go-to in fact I ask if someone's like would you like a hot chocolate like is a caribou and they say no and I'd be like no thank you yeah, because in immediately, I, and I told JJ it's because you guys use real chocolate chips. That's correct. Yes, we have a commitment to clean label, and we have a commitment to real ingredients. So those two things combined mean that um, the the hot chocolate uses real chocolate chips and has that that really rich flavor. I think that's a sleeper on the menu, and the frozen hot chocolate is also a a sleeper on the menu. Like people mm, don't another know- favorite. People don't know that exists, and it's not always on the menu. But if you're not a coffee drinker and you also maybe sort of want Dairy Queen, but that's not available, <laughs> a frozen hot yep. chocolate is, like, the way to go. What do you think is the absolute sleeper on your menu? Like, people are sleeping on this blend of coffee or they're sleeping on, like, this menu item. Ooh, that is a great question. I think some of our signature beverages are really amazing, and those are sometimes the sleepers. We kind of, they're they're on the menu, but we sometimes don't highlight them as much. So think your campfire mochas or your turtle oh, yeah. mochas. They have that real clean ingredient, and it's just really rich and really decadent. Amazing. I love that. Um, I would agree with that. Uh, this is It Takes Two. Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon. With us today has been Rihanna Matter, Director of Operations at Caribou Coffee. And our understanding is, like, do you get to the Fargo stores every once in a while, too? Fargo stores are your people? I, I do, yes. It was just there in November, pre-snowfall. But, yes, Fargo are my people. I love that. How do you decide on seasonal drinks, by the way? Do you, like, have a – I imagine that there's, like, a room of people who really like coffee, and they get to try all the things, and there's a big whiteboard. I mean, we have a chef and a whole product development team who's sole – passion in life is to create amazing drinks which is great Uh, so they're always coming up with new ideas and that's kind of the fun part about working at our support center sometimes you get to taste them well and going back to sort of like your harvesting process and your roasting process and the standards that you're keeping i was we were just talking about on the show that one of the trends for 2024 is people really wanting to know where their coffee beans are coming from. Like people are getting really invested. It's sort of becoming the new wine. We got really invested in our wines and where they were coming from and the different flavor combinations. And now we're sort of getting to be that way about our coffee beans too. Absolutely. And coffee is similar to wine that way that the growing regions can affect those flavor profiles. So it does make sense. And it's great to be able to see where some of those coffee growing regions are too. In our stores, you can see them on the labels, which is great. Rihanna Matter, Director of Operations at Caribou Coffee. Thanks for joining us here on KFGO. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me.